0: Welcome to Apple at Work, the podcast all about how Apple intersects with the business world, education, healthcare, retail, everything in between. My name is Bradley Chambers, your host, as always, and my guest this week, first-time guest on the show, Kamal Srinivasan from Parallels. Uh, Kamal, welcome to Apple at Work.
1: Thank you, Bradley. Thanks for having us uh, on the show. I'm super excited to be part of this podcast. <laughs>
0: For our listeners, that uh, probably maybe only one of our tens of millions listeners—just um, kidding—but uh, probably only one that maybe doesn't know what Parallels is. So, can you give us some background on on really what you do at Parallels, but also from a high level, what does Parallels offer for uh, customers?
1: Sure, uh, I'm the senior vice president of product at uh, Aludo, which is the company that is part of Parallels, and uh, sorry, Parallels which is part of Aludo. And um, I'm based out of Seattle, and I run all of product for uh, Paddles and Ludo. And as part of the role, uh, one of the big things that like uh, we are trying to do here at Paddles is really empower the users to be able to use that single Apple powerful hardware to be able to run any application the non-Mac applications, or even Mac OS applications on older Mac versions that they need on a single device um, using Palance desktop. So it's really a virtualization technology that allows you to run Windows on your M-series Mac, Intel-series Mac, and also you can run Redux. You can also run the older versions of Mac OS applications. So it's really that powerful software virtualization technology that enables users to do that.
0: Yeah, I really I've been using Parallels for I think older than longer than I've had kids at this point. I mean, I remember when Apple first switched to Intel, um, and this was you know in, in the realm of time period when the iPhones came out too. Uh, iPhone was maybe a year later or so. Uh, you started seeing this halo effect in the enterprise where. People like the iPhone, but then so they say so oh, we want to like the we want to use the Mac uh, as well. But you know, really, at the time, um, Office on the Mac was uh, not up to par with the PC version whatsoever. I mean, you can remember, uh, you know, there wasn't even Outlook on the Mac; it was Entourage. That was, you know, it's probably going to date me by a number of years. So, if you don't know what Entourage is, Entourage was um, Mac or Apple or Microsoft's email client for the Mac before they. Uh, Ported Outlook over, and and again today we're in a much better spot. there. office on the Mac is really really good, but they're certainly for um, high level Excel uses. uh, The the PC version is still pretty advanced, and so you know virtualization technology like Parallels really came in at a nice place to kind of help build that transition to um, to the enterprise. And I think this is around the time when Apple kind of set their sights on the enterprise, and and virtualization technology was you know really a key part of that. Uh, And then even today. you know boot camp apple's way to run uh, windows natively on the mac is it has it didn't, didn't make the transition to apple silicon and so right. today you know s- solutions like parallels are really the de facto way to run pc applications so whether it be uh, apps like autocad which are just considerably better on the pc uh, pc gaming um there's just a lot uh, there's still a lot of reasons that people will want to run windows uh today um we talked about Apple Silicon. What is this transition meant for parallels? This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Mosul. Deploying, managing, and protecting Apple devices at work should be difficult or require several solutions. Mosul is the only Apple unified platform for business. By combining enhanced device management, endpoint security, Internet privacy and security, single sign-on, and enhanced app management into a single Apple-only platform. Businesses can now easily and automatically deploy, manage, protect their Apple devices automatically with one solution at an affordable price. With a solution for every business size and the best support in the market, start a free 30-day trial and see firsthand why Mosul is more than an Apple MDM. Mosul is everything you need to work with Apple. To learn more, visit business.mosul.com. That's com. Thanks to Mosel for sponsoring Apple at Work this week.
1: Yeah, so I think you made a good point on this enterprise transition, right? So maybe I'll comment on that part and then come to what it means for Apple Silicon and overall on both sides, right? As a user and as an enterprise organization, um, I think the first trend is that like over the last 10 years or so, Apple has been uh, quietly and now more um, more kind of uh, visibly growing within an enterprise, right? Uh, what you see that transition happening definitely started with the Intel Macs and now with the M-Series Mac, uh, it's a powerful hardware. The hardware uh, is growing within the enterprise footprint And when the enterprise is adopting, they're trying to see if the single device can actually empower this developer, empower some of the knowledge workers uh, to really use this hardware to run any of these kind of applications in OSS, right? Because if I'm a developer, I'm not just on a single platform in many uh, environments, um, and even if I'm on a single platform, think of the 90s and 2000s when the PC was entering this enterprise. Uh, in a large way, there was all these Windows developers within the enterprise. I used to work for Windows. I've written MSD and APIs. That is the kind of trend that you see with the developers these days, right? Like the IT now sees a growing footprint of Macs. And they need these Mac developers. They need this um, uh, environment where they can develop and test within an enterprise. So you see a growing footprint, not just within the developer community, but the developer community who is building it for the knowledge workers within an organization. So you see the trend of what happened with the PCs now happening with the Macs um, in, uh, in a powerful way. So going back to one of the commentary you made the Excel running on our Windows, yes, there is Office Excel um, but there is a large population of people who have written macros on Excel and that large population of people who have written macros on Excel are not moving um, in creating new spreadsheets. They are typically taking an existing spreadsheet, modifying some of their existing macros, modifying some numbers, and going off. So now you have a spreadsheet, which is probably version 20 of a spreadsheet created years ago within an organization, right? So how do you run that um, spreadsheet in um, in the same way as I've been doing over the many years as the uh, Macs are entering the enterprise? I think that's the challenge which um, you see with um, the current kind of trend that's happening with the Mac. Um, so I just wanted to lay it out there that that's the trend we are observing and that's the opportunity that uh, we see in uh, empowering our users, empowering the IT to be able to come, run, and manage uh, these applications in a better way. On the virtualization yeah, it, trend it, itself. Yeah, go ahead, Bradley.
0: I, I think it's this flexibility too that, that I'm hearing where We've entered this technology world where you really have choice of like what you want to run how. And then there's all these edge cases you mentioned in DevOps where you need to simulate different environments and, and parallels from a high level in virtualization technology allows you to do that without having to need 19 different systems on your That's desk. right.
1: That's right, and we see like large enterprises um, either um, with our recent official announcement with Microsoft um, as the supported solution to run uh, Windows uh, on an MCD silicon. Uh, we've seen enterprises. Um, come in and start testing the solution at scale for these kind of like um, ability to run uh, this virtualization solutions, right? That single uh, endpoint hardware, which is powerful, um, for an IT admin also now to push that as a officially supported solution. So that is what we've been seeing with the large, uh, some of the banks in there, some of the um, large product development companies which are shipping software natively on Macs, starting to do that more and more.
0: What trends, I mean, you know, parallels like, it, it's like hack <laughs> work. Um, typically, puts out a new version every year. Um, what what what's what are some of the recent features you all have launched? Yeah,
1: so I think one of the big things uh, that we've done is this official support for Windows. Um, we worked with the uh, Windows engineering organization and the uh, business development organization there to be able to. Um, run this Windows in an official way, which means that like we are able to support the many of the capabilities that Windows on a PC has on the M-Series silicon. Because one of the things you fundamentally got to realize is that like when Apple moved to M-Series, it's their own hypervisor now. It's their own APIs at the metal level. So we do the translation as a virtualization technology between what Windows provides uh, to the Apple's metal API. So that translation or that uh, layer that sits in between needs to make sure like every subsystem that you have as an operating system that's happening in Windows, let's say the graphics, the display, the um, the uh, USB subsystem to like support of keyboard, everything that you have uh, and networking, right? Like and so on and so forth is now translating to the uh, Mac OS subsystems there. So that translation layer um, is kind of like making sure it's officially supported on both sides of the ecosystem, right? Like which is on the uh, Windows side and on the Apple side. So I think that's a big release for us that happened. So we released our first version of the MCD support in 2020. But over the last two years, we've been working closely with both these organizations and we officially released support for it in uh, February of this year in 2023 um, for a supported to um, uh, desktop version. The other big thing that we released um, not too long ago, which was part of 18, was the support of single sign-on because we see, as I mentioned, this trend of Apple Um, hardware entering the enterprises, SSO becomes a very important aspect for many of these enterprises to run and manage because uh, Parallels grew out of what I call like the end-users, um, wanting this product and starting to buy with their credit card and individual purchases within an organization using this product. Now what we see a trend is that the IT admin is now trying to push this product uh, as an officially supported solution within an organization, right? So now this is not anymore an individual end user alone uh, pulling this, but an IT admin saying like, hey, here is a supported solution. And if uh, this is what is going to, Help you with these virtualization needs, or being able to dev test uh, instead of having to do something on the uh, centralized fashion. Here's a solution of Palant desktop. So that's what like we see happening now. So hence SSO was a very big uh, uh, feature that we launched there, uh, and we continue to innovate. Right, like you've seen some of the coherence mode that like we launched, which makes it um, uh, which makes Palance desktop almost seamless it's a it's as if like it's docked within the uh, mac os and like your applications are appearing natively with a full screen or otherwise so it doesn't look like a virtualized solution within uh, the mac ecosystem
0: yeah the sso i don't think people that that don't haven't managed large teams realize how important sso is today um, not even just from an deployment standpoint, but also an audit and compliance standpoint as well. Um, when you are tying authentication through SSO, um, you, you just really streamline and secure the entire, uh, the entire experience. And it's one of those you, SSO went from a gradually then suddenly kind of thing where today uh, it's almost table stakes for an enterprise to roll out an application.
1: I agree. I think like what it has done for the IT admin is that like IT admins love simplicity and IT admins love how can I do my work in a way that I'm compliant, I'm going to get this population of users, especially with the remote work and hybrid work that's happening. Uh, SSO becomes a very, very powerful tool for these uh, IT admins to be able to uh, deploy and manage these myriad of um, users who are coming now all of a sudden within the workforce from different parts of the world and uh, different parts of uh, working environments, right? Be it coffee shops or be at home. So SSO is a very, very powerful kind of a deployment mechanism for them to authenticate and uh, authorize from there. Um, so I agree.
0: Well, and... You know, too. I think we're talking about a lot of these just iterative improvements, and I think that's really how software is today. And so we see um, parallels really moving to the subscription model, and I think that makes a lot of sense for uh, customers who are building their their workflows around virtualization technology, because the software is not stagnant. It's, it's ever connected. There's continuous updates from Apple. You know, as of this recording, uh, we're right near WWDC, so we're you know, we're we're going to see new versions of Mac OS. We're going to see likely new hardware, and so it makes sense if you're going to build your workflows around a software solution, you need it to to be moving with your hardware and and with the OS. And this doesn't in a way that. You don't have to decide. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna upgrade to this version. It's like no, it, it's 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 an operating expense. We you know, we depend on this software. It just makes sense to have it be a perpetual license.
1: That's right. Look, uh, software like you rightly put right. Like it's an iterative update. You keep doing it on a weekly basis, biweekly basis, whatever your uh, sprints are. But at the end of like two, three years, you see that like you have solved a significant end-to-end solution for a population of users right, or customers, as uh, you want to put it. Um, and like that is really empowering as a software. And it's, that's a trend that like you see across the board, right? Like you see some of the cloud related. I used to work in Azure, Windows Azure or Microsoft Azure now. Um, so this is what we did, right? Like it took us like many years to get to a place where enterprises started to adopt um, the cloud services. But over time, when you keep at the problem and be able to chip away, um over a period of time you build an end-to-end solution. And that's what has happened here, right? Like we started with this journey of um we saw this Apple at work trend and we started in this journey of empowering not just the end users, but this IT admins, giving a solution for them to deploy this parallels desktop uh mass. And now we see a trend which is shifting of Apple hardware entering the enterprise and this developer trend, which i mentioned, which is how do you now make this device or make this uh, powerful Apple hardware be that single device on which you can virtualize any of these OSS, right? So we are working now on a developer solution, which is not about just running Windows. It's about running Linux. It's about running Mac OS. So, and we've been at it for quite some time, because if you go download Parallels desktop and try to use it, you can run Linux OS uh, from Red Hat to Kali to other Linux OSes, and you can run other Mac OS versions. But now it's about the fact that how do you make this developer really powerful? Because they're used to a certain CICD environment. They're used to certain developer toolchains. They're used to running their Docker environments uh, in this fashion. So now how do you plug into their tool chains so that like that developer now really can accomplish this use case um, in a powerful way? And that's what like we're at. And uh, that's our mission here is to empower this end user, empower the developer and the IT admin to be able to. Um, make use of their powerful Apple hardware and we see that growing trend of uh, Mac hardware within the enterprise that uh, that we're going to see this uptick of developers within an enterprise that we want to empower.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Kamal, this was a great discussion. Uh, certainly as we, um, as of this recording, like I mentioned, we had not seen the WDBDC announcements. The latest rumors are brand new Mac Studio. Uh, And again, you're getting devices that are this powerful. There's just so much that can be done um, for developers. And and again, we're we're at the place where teams need a wide variety of applications and and operating systems to to, to accomplish all they need. Um, And again, Parallels... Like Clockwork every year, it just, it's its a you know, new version that adds iterative improvements that just makes the experience of, uh, of running multiple operating systems uh, on top of the Mac incredible. Again, it's not just about Windows. You can run older versions of Mac OS you need for testing. Um, or you can also run Linux as well. So it's just a really flexible solution uh, for uh, IT teams. So Kamal, thanks for coming on the show. We'll have links in the show notes uh, where you can check out more about the latest versions of Parallels. Uh, again, I think one of my favorite things about the most recent version uh, is the SSO integration. Uh, I think that's just a, really a fantastic, and again, it may seem small, but for uh, um, but for teams, that just is a really simplifies the deployment. So uh, again, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll have you on again at Apple at Work real soon. Thank you, Bradley. Thanks for having us.